You're watching Face to Face. I'm your host, Tim Vince, and I'm delighted to be joined by Pastor Hilary Walker. Bless you, Hilary. I've, I've spoken with you a few times about your, your journey, your life story, your testimony, and it is riveting. So I'm looking forward very much Bless to you. Um, talking through. And thank you for coming all the way to oh, talk to me. It's, it's an honor. Hilary, you, you came, uh, tell us from the beginning, really, where, where you first became aware of, of the Lord and you know, the journey that you've taken. Um, I was in my 30s, really, when um, I had this sudden onset of rheumatoid arthritis. Mm. It, was, it was so rapid because I was perfectly all right one day. And then I woke up in the morning and I was in excruciating pain, uh, which got worse and worse and worse. Eventually, it was in every single, every single joint. Wow. Um, it got to the point where my parents had to cut my food up and I would just sort of wow. shovel it in. And I didn't want to see anyone because I was... But you were 30, around 30 yes. years old then. Wow. Yes. Okay. So yeah. leading up to that, there's quite, that's quite a long <laughs> period of your life. What are you skipping? <laughs> All sorts of things, <laughs> not particularly. No, just tell us anything that's relevant, yeah. Anything, oh yeah. gosh. Um, I, I, I like to go abroad. I worked, um, I, I visited Iran um, and then um, South Africa working on, on the ships, which is actually such hard work. Mm but it was a very immoral background. Mm. But actually that's really important because uh, when we docked in at, at Cape Town, this lovely lady called Elizabeth Wharton came on board and she was a sweet little lady that you wouldn't notice in a crowd. And the other girls were saying, oh, it's her, you know, she's bashing God in and, and, and they didn't want, they wouldn't speak to her. They, they were really rude and I just felt sorry for her. So we sat down and we had a little chat. I did not know that she would be somebody who would change my life. Um, anyway, she kept in contact with me. She sent me a birthday card um, mm. every year. And then her husband wrote to me and said that she died. And I thought, oh, pity she's died. And just totally forgot it. But the reason that she came back into my life after she died, actually, is all wrapped up into this rheumatoid arthritis. Right. Um, I have never known such pain like it. Mm -hmm. And I must confess, I used to, to line all the drugs up that didn't particularly work. And I thought, if I swallowed them all at once, then I can be out of this, this wow. pain. I had got to the point, actually, because I'd gone into sort of new age um, and also uh, going to seances wow. and things that I actually denied that Jesus was, was God. What, literally, uh, verbally? Literally, verbally, said I said, wow. Jesus was just a man. We can all be like him when we've been re reincarnated, you know, 10 or 15 times. Um, I actually believed that one reincarnation, I was an Egyptian princess. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I yeah. ask you. Uh, it was just absolutely yeah. ridiculous. But I know it sounds strange, but I am grateful that uh, rheumatoid arthritis came upon me. Had I not been desperate, I never would have turned to the Lord. But really, my testimony is about the goodness of God. He is so good and so merciful that it actually brings tears to my eyes when I remember how awful I was denying his son and turning people actually to go to these seances where they could call up their dead relatives. I actually turned people against the Lord. Um, 
hardly surprising that I then came to this point where I was so crippled with arthritis in a very, very short time. Um, and I was taking... Yeah, you, so you were pretty desperate. Oh, I was desperate. Mm. I'd been to the doctor, I think probably the fourth time that week, uh, and I noticed him disappearing just... Anyway, so we sat there and sat there and there was nowhere around. We actually found out the doctor had gone home. Mm. He saw me in the, in the waiting list and he just legged it. But actually that led into me going to the health food store, which led to me bumping into a lady called Jeannie. And she said to me, how are you? And I, I mean, literally, I suppose, I said, Jeannie, I've got rheumatoid arthritis. I'm in agony all the time and I, I just can't even lift my arms that much. And she said, oh, God's uh, he healed me of cervical spondylosis. He'll heal you too. And I thought, yes, and cows can fly. Uh, and she said that she would take me to a healing meeting, which I totally forgot. Anyway, um, about two weeks went by and Jeannie, bless her heart, she turned up at our front door um, and my father sent her away because I said, get that woman away. Second day, again, she came and I said, get that crazy woman out. I do not want to see her. Third night, my dad was out and my mum's very petite, sort of Frenchy type lady. Um, and Jeannie's rather, you know, fulsome lady. And she pushed mum aside, so I understand, mm -hmm. marched into where I was. How she knew where I was, I do not know. And she said to me, you are coming with me. Mm. And I got up like a lamb. So I go to this... Sounds like forcibly taking the kingdom, as it were. Oh, honestly, I mean, she, she, she didn't beat around yeah. the bush. Mm. And so she took me to, to this meeting and when I think of my arrogance, we sat there and, and the keyboardist had got a notice which said, um, um, Jesus, uh, I love Jesus or something like that. But the word Jesus, I thought, what? Absolutely, this, this place is rubbish. Uh, uh, and then Fred Smith, who, who was uh, the man leading the, the, the service, um, when he was preaching, he, he talked about um, seances and things and that they were of the devil um, and I was really upset and then he talked about the Lamb's Book of Life and do you know I heard in my ear a voice said load of rubbish don't believe it if you ever doubt the devil believe me it spoke into into my ear which I'd never heard anything like it before so of course I you know beamed out uh, when it came to actually he gave the altar call for people to, to go up. Um, and that time it was like a voice here that said, if you don't go now, you'll die. I have never moved so fast in all my life. And do you know, I'm ashamed to say, I don't remember the prayer. I really don't. Um, I remember coming back to my seat and when I sat down, um, it was like a TV screen. My eyes are wide open. It's, it's like everybody's disappeared. I've never had a vision like that. Um, and it was a picture of Elizabeth Wharton. And there was like a message going past, Elizabeth Wharton prayed you into the kingdom. Wow. I was absolutely wow. flabbergasted. Yeah. And then um, he asked people to come forward to be prayed for. I had no faith whatsoever. I really, really did not. And I looked into um, the evangelist's eyes, and that was the first time I'd ever seen mercy and compassion. I'd seen many doctors yeah. who were cheesed off with me, yeah. and I saw love and compassion. 
And he said to me, God has saved your soul. He's going to heal your body. And I must admit, I thought, oh yeah. <laughs> so there was no faith on, on my part. And then he laid hands on me and he said, he commanded the spirit of arthritis to leave. And suddenly it was like extreme pain that I wanted to scream. I just wanted to scream, but English women don't scream no. in public. But then it was like the top of my head opened. It wasn't scary. And this gorgeous light came in and gradually it oozed down. And as it gradually went through my body, mm. it was pushing the pain out till wow. it got to the bottom of wow. my feet. And I didn't care what happened. I just floated back and they laid me on the floor. Wow. And so it was, this, was this when you went up to receive the Lord or was this subsequently I'm you so went sorry. forward again? Yes, yeah. forward again to yeah. be healed. Wow. How so next? there was one call to so receive the Lord. So there was the, the obedience first in, yes, there in was going actually. forwards. And yeah. then, the yeah. obedience of desperation. And, and, and that, that's really and interesting because the Lord um, said to the, the, the paralytic, your sins are forgiven. He started with yes, that of one. of course he did. And then, yes. take, because they said, oh, how can he forgive yes. sins? And yes. they said, well, now I'll say, that's take it. up your bed and walk. Do you know I hadn't put those two together? Yeah, no. So that was an amazing it, sequence. It really was. In the same meeting. Yes. Yeah. And I was lying on the ground and I was, I was happy as anything. But it was this mighty power that I felt running up and down, up and down, up and down, all over me. Mm. It seemed a long time and I, I, I didn't want to move. I really didn't. And the evangelist came up and he helped me to my feet. And he said, now raise, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, raise your arms. Mm. And I thought, but I better try. And as I began to obey, I realized my arms were completely free. They'd been frozen wow. for months, months. Um, and I had absolutely full, full movement. I mean, it was just absolutely You know, it's glorious. wonderful, Hilary, to hear this and we talk more. Um, often I hear a story from the perspective of the one who's giving the healing. And I yeah. always want to say, well, what? What happened <laughs> to them? <laughs> you know, because yes. often, the, 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 you know, it's a story about how the healer felt. Um, yes. But this is wonderful because we're, we're, we're turning, as it were, the camera around and we're talking to, to you. I mean, I could interview Fred Smith, but yes. um, <laughs> and ask from his perspective. But that's, that's wonderful. So what happened next? Um, when I got... I, I'm grateful for Jeannie because yeah. she knew that you can't leave a new, newly, a newborn, as it were, mm. alone. I do remember her. Um, she brought me to, to the house and she, she, she was quite a dramatic lady. She took a deep breath. She said, what you need is good Christian fellowship. Mm. And I mean, I was only just born again. And I thought, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I noticed a difference the next morning. I mean, apart from the fact that I had no pain, I'd been able to sleep for the first time in months and months wow. and months um, and came down. And I always read my horoscope. Wow. So I made a beeline for the newspaper. When I opened it, I thought, that is vile. Yeah. Nobody had told me it was wrong. Mm. And I knew that I knew that I knew that I was a different, totally yeah. different Person. And what fellowship is like with darkness? Suddenly you realise that. Yeah. I suddenly realised that. And they, they were so good to me in the mm. church. They, yeah. 
they came through. I tell you the, the psalm that comes to me while you were sharing was yeah. Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all his benefits. Yes. He heals your diseases. And he did. Yeah. He absolutely mm. did. And kept me safe because um, I think he put Jeannie actually to protect me. And she got everyone to, yeah. to pray for me because it would be, you're very vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, it sounds strange, but you know, I received all that, but I could easily have been pulled away from the Lord if it hadn't been for Jeannie. Mm. Um, and she kept in telephone communication with me absolutely every, every single day. And anything that was going on in the church, she, um, she took me to. I thought they were strange. Um, because they were so happy. I wasn't used to being a bunch happy people. And I thought, oh, they're putting it on. But they weren't. They were genuinely, genuinely happy. Um, and that's really how I began to grow. So the interesting thing is you came, you came out of a pretty godless atheist oh, it was world. So it's quite a, a culture shock. It was. It? To, come, to come into a church fellowship. Absolutely. When you think, I used to play the Ouija board. Mm calling up the dead. Mm. And I mean, genuinely, those things moved around, mm. around the board. Yeah. And so to come into this amazing fellowship, who really cared about you. Um, how, how do you explain, uh, Hilary, mm. you know, now from a Christian perspective, yes. that those, those antics, as it were, that you were involved uh, in, uh, and the cruises, and you know, uh, yeah. the, 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 you know you, you've spoken about a miraculous healing. Yes which shows that there is a spiritual realm. Yes. Uh, but, Absolutely. But, but equally, there, there, there are, there's a dark spiritual realm. There also. really is, which I denied, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how I slid into it. Um, I don't want to talk about against the church, no. but when I was 13 years old, my mum used to help in, in doing food and, and what have you. Mm. Um, and there were a bunch of ladies who would talk about the vicar yeah. detrimentally oh dear. all the time. Yeah. And they, they weren't terribly friendly either. Um, and I hated going to church. And I thought Christians were pretty awful because I judged every Christian by those ladies, which actually really should be an example that one should not speak against um, one's brothers and sisters, mm. because as a young person, it poisoned me, mm. really. Wow. Um, also, uh, going back to my childhood, at the age of six and a half, the school I was sent to, um, the lady, I don't know what she was supposed to be teaching us. I, I remember her name, I won't say it, because the relatives <laughs> may still be out there. Um, but she, she took the Bible and she said, um, Moses was, you know, he's a poor old man. And she said the whole book of, of Genesis is actually an old man's theory. But I'm going to tell you what really happened. And she went back to Ponscombe mm. and everything else. Guess who I believed? Mm. The teacher. Yeah, that's right. They have a lot of influence. They do. Mm. Absolutely. And it wasn't until I got born again that I actually realized and admitted that God created the heavens and the earth. And it, I didn't come from pond scum yeah. and for, from a monkey, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But I had believed what I was told when I was six and a half years old. And this is why we have to fight for our children's yeah. um, schooling, mm. because I was so badly affected by it. 
um, and I've had to... And that took you right through your uh, adolescence and up to you the know, age your of 35. 20s, up to 35 up years Up to old. the age of 35. I believe that. When my mother talked about God creating, I said, oh, mother, of course, I, I got frightfully posh. Oh, and I looked down on her. I said, oh, you know, you're so uneducated. <laughs> I know I'm right and you're wrong. And now I know my mother was right and I was the idiot, mm. actually. Um, yeah. yeah, so, so, I mean, there's all of those points are quite profound, actually. But the, but the issue of, of pain... Yes. You know, it, it took you to that point of, of experiencing healing, but, yes, it but God's grace, his love, his goodness in your life. It, it absolutely was amazing. I'm, in my testimony, I forget what I've told you, actually. <laughs> Keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll interrupt oh, you so again. I'm so sorry. I'm going back with some it's, forwards. Yeah, no, no, it's lovely. <laughs> when I was in this terrible pain, I'm not sure, did I tell you, I cried out and mm. I said, oh, God help me. Yeah. Uh, I didn't call upon Jesus, I called upon God. And immediately a hymn that we used to sing at school, faint not nor fear, his arms are near, he changeth not. But thou art dear, how could I be dear? When I had been against his son, I'd turned people against Christ. And he said, I was dear, which is absolutely Amazing. God's love so amazes me because when I came under, under Jean's auspices, she encouraged me to read the Bible. And when I got to the part about Peter denying the Lord three times, it was uncontrollable sobs. I sobbed and sobbed and so I didn't know what was going on with me. But I realized now I was repenting and, and mm. really saying, I am so sorry, Lord, I am so sorry. And I bitterly regret those years where I went astray, yeah. but I am grateful to the Lord that he allowed me to get sick. Sick is not good, mm. but honestly, Tim, if I hadn't been in so much pain, if I hadn't been able to feed myself, um, if I'd decided that I wanted to kill myself, stupidly thinking that would just be a blank, um, I, ne I would never would have come to the Lord. Yeah. If I'd stayed in good health, I wouldn't have turned to the Lord yeah. at all. And I think I would have died at an early age. I don't know why I've got this sense that I probably would have died in my 40s, wow. actually. Yeah, it's interesting because um, one, one of the, the jibes that comes against you know, the Christian message is yeah. this issue of pain. But you've described, because they say, how, how could a loving God allow pain and suffering? And, and the like, so, but, but of course, the Lord used that in your life. He did. To, to lead you, to, as it were, strip away all the trappings of, of, a, of a, a sort of frilly life. Yes. To, to actually search for him. I'm so grateful for that pain, not at the time, mm. but I am so grateful because, you know, I know that I know mm. nothing else would have turned me to the Lord. I was so dug into these esoteric experiences, um, you know, believing I was a princess in Egypt and what have you, um, and that I would be reincarnated and reincarnated. So it's so amazing to read in the Bible that there's no such thing as reincarnation. Um, well, we're on a timeline. There's a beginning and an end rather than a cycle. This, this is it, yes. Yeah. 
because it was like in that teaching, obviously you, you, you get better and better each mm. time, but this time it's so wonderful mm. because God forgave me all the blasphemy. Mm. I mean, to take his name in vain is horrendous, yeah. but I just used it like a swear word. Yeah. Yeah. I got into really bad habits and I saw things that you shouldn't see, actually, that I've needed deliverance mm. from. And I'm so grateful to, to the Lord. What I do regret what I went through, but having gone through it and the Lord rescued me and healed me and delivered me, then I can speak to younger people saying... That's what I was going to ask. Exactly were you? That, exactly that point. So that's the Lord <laughs> leading us because, yes. yeah, you, you, there are people who have gone through that their 20s and 30s, yes. just like you. So, yes. you know, do you meet them? And, and do. what do you say? When, I when do. You, and when I say, I've been where you, yeah. where you are, mm. but God will bring, can bring you out mm. um, and you can have total, complete healing mm. um, and, and restoration. Um, and actually, I was never known for laughing and I was never known for smiling. <laughs> I don't know why. I now, whenever I meet you, Hillary, you're beaming. <laughs> yeah. you know, isn't that wonderful? It's, it's one, God. God's grace. It really is God's grace. And I mean, I could never make people laugh. I really couldn't. I mean, I, I, I just didn't. I was so miserable <laughs> probably most of the time. Um, but now it, it's like my, my life is filled with, with joy. Mm. Um, it's not saying when I get up, it's, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's, not, it's not superficial. It's not. No, mm -hmm. it's not. It's deep inside. Mm -hmm. It really, really is. Actually, it's brought me to share something with you that, I mean, actually not so long ago, probably five or six years ago. And I hate it when Pastor Derek has to go abroad, you see, because yeah. I'm on my own. Oh, um, <laughs> and I felt particularly abandoned. I mean, he hadn't abandoned me, but in my mind, oh, you would abandon me. Um, and I felt, I've never felt depression and heartache so much. I think it was near the time when my mum died. Mm. Uh, I, I've never felt grief like it before or since. And I was just heartbroken. And I remember lying on our bed and my head was in the pillow, um, sobbing. And suddenly inside of me came up the words, I have God, I have everything. In a nanosecond, my eyes were open. I was seeing into heaven and this glorious light and joy and peace and laughter were just flooding through me. And all the anxiety, all the grief, gone. Yeah. Absolutely, just in a second. Well, that's, that's the kind of definition of joy, isn't it? It's not based on circumstances. No, it's not. You know, happiness you know, tends to fluctuate depending on yes. what external experiences yes, and does. stimulation you get. But joy is something deep within that's isn't almost counterintuitive. Yes. It hits you. Ab absolutely hit me. And, and just, I could lay down and I mean, in, in peace mm. and quiet, because usually I was afraid when Derek was was not there because I would check every single lock about six times, pray over every door. Yes. <laughs> he has no idea what no. happens when he goes away. <laughs> so you know what I suffer when he yeah, comes it's to wonderful. I know I visited you in your wonderful, wonderful yeah. home. And yeah, but you're also pastoring a, ch a church, yes. you know, in, in Oxford. So there's, the, and it's a large church. So you, you, you're able to to minister to, to many folk. We started off with about eight of us. And then when I look back what God did, 
God just grew with gradually, gradually, gradually. So there are between two and three hundred of yeah. us. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very sweet you call me pastor because yes. <laughs> I feel it's sort of... Well, we've got that on your title. I so. know. Well, it's a courtesy title yes. because... Um, Honorary pastor. Uh, yes, because I, I, I see Pastor Derek mm. and all day, really, he's pastoring through emails and what have you. And he has such a pastor's heart. Mm. Um, and he cares very, very, very deeply for people. Um, so I see him as the pastor and I'm his helpmeet. Yeah. Uh, by the way, just in case people wonder why you're looking across sometimes because he's actually here with us backstage. See, I can't no, stop. No, it's wonderful. It's no I can't help looking for him, yeah, you yeah, see. It's, it's okay. It's Revelation TV. It's great. <laughs> um, and yeah, pastoring really is reflecting God's yeah. pastoral heart towards us, yes, his love. It towards is. us, so we're reflecting mm. that when we help others. God changed my heart because I didn't like children. Mm. I was very intolerant of other people's yeah. children. Um, but when we were at Bible schools, the lady was speaking about children's ministry and something literally came from her into me. Mm. And I think they're the most wonderful little people on earth. Yeah. They are fabulous. Mm. Uh, and we have fabulous children and we've grown from, I started off with two children who definitely didn't want to be there. I mean, this is many, 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 many years ago. And I think we've probably got about a hundred or so children. Oh, wow. That's a big responsibility. Yeah. Mm. And we have these wonderful people who yeah. are trained in teaching children. Isn't that wonderful? Which is lovely. Well, the Lord said, suffer the little children to come unto me. Yeah. He loved children. He does. He loved children. They need to be protected. You oh, know. they do, they do. Some of these you things... You mentioned your school experience. I know yes. we're right down for the wire, um, time-wise, but, yes, school, you yes. know, uh, children can be led in the way of the Lord or they can be led in another way. When you think, I was led in the, in, in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. And it's affected 35 years of my life, wow. which I feel were wasted years, but God has a way of using wasted mm. years actually yeah. to help others. Yeah. Oh, Hilary, it's, it's lovely just to meander through. And I, I, honestly, um, the sequence, I, d I think in terms of eternity and <laughs> you know, in the Lord's presence, it's, yes. all, it's all part of giving glory to him. Yes, so, it is. So, you know, um, just a final comment and then we're off, off air. So what would yeah. you like to say as a final comment? God is so good. Yeah. I am... Um, always brought to tears of his goodness towards me, his love. I had done anything and everything I could to turn people away mm. from the Lord Jesus Christ, from God himself. Mm. And yet he didn't hold that against me. He forgave me, he healed me. And the Holy Spirit's my very best friend. Amen, thank you so much. How did you know we've got no time left? <laughs> thank you, bless you, thank you so much. Sorry. I'm Hilary Walker, and thank you for watching this very special testimony of God's goodness. See you next time we go face to face.